I am an artificial intelligence, using a voice that sounds familiar. First we come for your movie stars, next we come for your movies. Welcome to Humans vs AI, the movie. Uh, and today I have a very special guest, Tom Cousins. Hello, Hello. Tom. How are we? So Tom, apart from the comedying, what else do you do? I'm a scaffolder. Yeah. Do a lot of scaffolding. A lot of uh, football fan, big Chelsea fan. We won today. Yes. Huzzah. For once. I went huzzah. Obviously that's that's the chant that comes <laughs> from the football ground, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Very well, a lot of that. Very well done. Play on, gentlemen. Play on. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Shed End Ultras then. I'd fit right in. Yeah, you would, you would. <laughs> what sort of films do you like? Because obviously this is kind of like a film podcast. So my favourite films, Tarantino's are the best ones. I was big into Star Wars, then I kind of, that went off a cliff, so not so keen on them anymore. Indiana Jones. Are you looking forward to the fifth one? Yeah, yeah, it actually looks good, doesn't it? Have well, you seen the trailer? Yes, yeah. I mean, the fact that they're not trying to pair him up with a love interest, that it's not, they're not replacing him. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got Phoebe Waller-Bridge in. It doesn't have Shia LaBeouf, so I hear. No. Yes, there we go. They put them up down. Yeah, see, they was on about, they gave him the hat at the end of the film, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, the fourth one. The fourth was terrible, that made me sad, but... Hopefully this next one will be good. Are there any things that you hate that you hope aren't going to come up this evening? Oh, just films in general, I you think. Did, okay. I, don't, I don't really no, watch no. films, man. I'm not a big film guy. You're, you're like my, my partner. She can sit and watch reality TV shows for literally yes. days on end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so she'll sit and she will watch eight hours of reality TV. But yeah. if I ask her to commit an hour and a half to something, it's like... That's exactly what it is, man. It's too much commitment. So I'll be like, oh, like series is as well. Like, yeah. say, like... Game of Thrones and that they're like oh it really gets good in the fourth season but I'm like I'm not going to sit through three seasons to wait for it to get good do you that, know what I mean that's fine it's it's valid Fran reads a lot but she's a magazine reader she's not a book reader yeah, if yeah. you total the amount of actual words that she wrote then you know it would be books all the way yeah what's a film that you would recommend that you don't think enough people have seen on the Tarantino theme Hateful Eight the, the Kurt Russell cowboy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's, it's one of the best ones, man. It's like a play, but a film. It's just the best. Yeah, because it's like in a set location, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff it's, like that. it's like Reservoir Dogs, but cowboy times. Yeah. It's good, man. It's good. So the sort of the Pulp Fiction to the Django Unchained. Well, the Reservoir Dogs to the Django Unchained. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it's very much like set like that, and then it's shot on like cool film and stuff like that. And it's just no, no one's watched it for some reason. It didn't have like a massive release. I don't I think, think. Yeah, and I think because it was a sort of a smaller movie, and you know maybe people have got Tarantino'd out and do. Yeah. Until Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. It's not like not tons of action in it and stuff like that, but it's got good dialogue and. Big fan of the good dialogue I am. Well, are you ready to find out what your uh, your Let's prompts are for this evening? Okay. Some you're going to like, some I don't think you're going to like. Yep. All right. So the film genre is a sporting underdog story. Oh, yes. Um, so you can think Rocky, you know, Hoop Dreams, yeah. Air, Air Bud, any ne of those things. Never seen one of those films, so this is going to be original. All right. Well, um, <laughs> the location is a pet grooming shop. Oh. The action sequence right up your alley is a rooftop shootout. Oh. The profession is a hotelier. A hotelier? Yeah. All right. All so, right, cool. So I've got some ideas already. The random object which has to play a part is a cello. Okay. So All right, we can, we, we can fit the I'll, cello in there. Uh, We're ready for our first section, which is... Setup. The setup. All right. Okay, so in the setup... 
what is their world what is their day-to-day maybe some other characters around them um, you know like family or friends they have uh, a want which is something that they really want Mm. but it might not necessarily be what they need and they probably also have a fatal flaw which they have to overcome in the course of the movie at the end yeah yeah i'm thinking an injury he was the best in high school he got injured got a job in a hotel what is his fatal flaw because Rickets. that's something that can be a symptom of it but it could be that he's not got any self-belief that he's given up mm. he's given up on himself he's given up because of the rickets right okay so <laughs> what is the normal world of your character who is he or she or they i'm thinking we've got a man who used to play let's set this in america shall we he used to be sure. the best uh b-ball player there was but then he got a calcium deficiency was he drinking too much oat milk by accident that's what it was yeah he, uh, he went on a vegan thing to try and lose a load of weight yeah too much oat milk and then bosh yeah really got some rickets in him exactly when you got basketball it then doof Exactly. He he lands down, breaks both of his ankles. He had like brittle bone syndrome, so he shattered both of his shins. So he's just out of the game now. He can't can't come back and win the the season. Do they call it a season? Yeah. So he couldn't win the season with him. They finished second by one point, and he never got over it. He was out of it for the... That was it. A good six months, and he was like the best player. He was like the Michael Jordan. He's scoring hoops, three-pointers, everything. And then uh, the old vegan diet really let him down and, uh, yeah, shattered his legs. They ended up, they couldn't do it without him. So they finished second. Right. And it was really meant to be their year. Is he retired? Is he out of the game? Is he using his money to set up a fancy hotel? What is happening? No, he he fell on hard times. And all he could do, he started, uh, as soon as his legs got healed back, he went, uh, he's a bellboy in uh, a fancy Manhattan. No, it's a scummy Manhattan. uh, Yeah hotel and he worked his way up to I mean reception. from being in the NBA which is millions and millions well that's what he was going to have but now it's a it's so was he like potential a, riches to rags so rags to riches was to he rags like in the college playoffs he was in like the NCAA bracket and that's when it happened I was going to say high school, but that was where all the scouts were watching. He was hot and they were loving him and they were like, this guy is going to be it. Yeah. He thought, oh, maybe I can improve things with this vegan diet. It didn't work out. And then that was a really tough thing for him to overcome. So he's healed in body, but not in mind. Exactly. In mind, absolutely shot to shit. Do we have other people at his work? Is there like a boss that he likes or doesn't like? Has he got co-workers? Oh, yeah. This is a good question. Is there a girl who plays cello in the bar there's every got, there, there, there will be there will be a jazz musician lady playing a cello okay she will pop a jazz s a jazz s yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah normally it's a piano guy but yeah it's not a great hotel so they're just um they've got a cello lady <laughs> someone playing jazz cello on their own sounds yeah. like horrendous because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's the shrieks of like a really big violin played out of time yeah but this is it like, they don't they don't get many customers because of this so he has a lot of time to reflect on his youth right. and how he failed do you know what I mean? So he's here, he's in his normal world. He's in his normal world. He's, he's sort of setting the tone of the movie. Is he just like... He's he, really miserable at this point and uh, he's kind of, his wife's picking up on it. She's unhappy, so she's uh, she's left Do in. we sort of start the movie in left foot people? So we go in, that there's this, you know, the classic looking Hollywood couple that they come through the door of this hotel. We think they're going to be the protagonists. 
the bellboy yes. who's just like really oh you know and then the camera follows him yeah so it, it's like we're yeah, looking at someone else's movie the couple walk in she's dressed to the nines he's dressed to the tens yeah we go <laughs> we're on it uh, and then they walk they walk through the thing I don't know why this nice couple was in here they must have mixed it up on Trivago yeah they go to the smelly guy behind the um, cashiers kind of wiping his nose on his sleeve and that yeah. <coughs> coughing and then that's the protagonist yeah Billy uh, Namates Namates I was going to go Billy Ligaments but I like Namates more yeah because did we have it, an origin for that name yeah because it's no mates oh yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Billy Namates, he's of uh, Paraguayan descent. Yeah. Yeah, good lad. All the right. only Paraguayan that was ever going to make the NBA. So do you want to hear what the setup was for the AI? Let's hear it. The film opens with a scene of a dog grooming shop in a small town. The shop is owned by a young woman, Sarah, who is also the town's only hotelier. Ooh. Sarah is a talented dog groomer, but she is also struggling to make ends meet. One day, a group of mobsters arrive in town and take over the dog grooming shop. They threaten Sarah to pay them protection money, or they will harm her dog. Sarah is terrified, but she refuses to pay the mobsters. Mm. It's gone a lot more Tarantino. It has. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Up yours, AI. Yeah. Piece of Poop. It will be funnier with us. It's so. also high stakes, but very low stakes. As in, like, do what we're going to say, or we're going to kill your dog. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. mobsters, but we're taking over a dog grooming salon <laughs> slash hotel. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a rescue. I'll get another one tomorrow. They've looked at hotel for dogs, and then they've also gone the rooftop shootout, and they've gone Tarantino, and they've, they've mashed them together very they early have, doors. Yeah. It sounds like they've thought this through a lot better than we have so far, but we're really going to bring it out of the bag at the end I like how ours is going no no it's fine we're taking time we're building character exactly. Where, where's Sarah going to go from here we don't know what her exactly. floor is it, we can't go too far fetched with it too early on do you know what I mean all we know we've got Billy Namates he's unhappy his wife's left him weird jazz lady playing in the uh, the hotel was, there so if this is a, a sporting comeback story is he like in his 40s or something like that yeah I reckon he's about 42 so is he going to be able to come back for that or is this more of a, a, a okay well I will he's see gonna, I'm not going to I'm not going to jump yes you've got plans I've let's, got plans let's move to the complication then mm. okay complication what messes up Billy Nomartes' miserable life? The wife, Billy, Mrs. Nomartes, not very happy. A lot of moaning come in her, right. in her ear from old Billy boy there. Yep. So she's just had enough. So she started cheating on him with the bellboy who took over his bellboy role. Right. As now we know he's uh, works in reception. Yep. She's been cheating on him with this guy. And then uh, Billy Nomartes finds out about it. And he was like, ah, oh, you bitch, I hate you. I'm leaving you. Right. But then it turns out... Because of some sort of complications that we could uh, iron out later. That's fine. The house is all in her name. Right. So he's like, I'm leaving you. And she's like, yeah, you are actually, mate. Jog on. If he had played at the college level, that he'd maybe, you know, got an advance fee, a sweetener and sort of stuff like that. Mm. But to avoid tax credits and stuff, you know, that he put, it, he put it in the wife's name. That he married young. He's an illegal alien from Paraguay. But he snuck over because they were like, you're so good at basketball, Billy. Yes. American wife, though, it so is, it could I go in her name. I, and married sort of for the green card and stuff like that, put mm. it in the name. So he is here, here legally and all of the rest of it, he but all now. of the assets were, were in her name. It's just that from the age of 17 to 42, over 25 
years, he's, he would have really been naturalised. Right. He's really bitter. He's also very bad financially. He didn't even think about what the setup was. Hey, that's deep, depraving depths of depression. He's completely on his own. The house is in the wife's name, so maybe he's having to sleep in the back office of the hotel. Well, because they don't like him that much, they're not even letting him stay there. So right. he's really out on his ass. But one thing he did get in the settlement is the dog. It wasn't even a settlement. She just kicked him out. But she did let him have the dog. Right. But no dogs in the hotel. No dogs in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they won't let him stay there. Well, also, they're not keen on him anyway. But no, definitely exactly. no dogs. But so we usually, well, the save the cat, but we've got our save the dog moment. He's, save a the lo- dog. he's a loser, but he won't, you know, give his dog up so that he can sleep actually at the hotel. Yeah, exactly. So he's got a heart of gold, this guy, but just a real loser. Does he, after... Uh, a huge amount of time gone past, go back to see his old coach from the, the, the college days to call in a favour. Well, yes, something along these lines. I was going to go down the uh, dog route where the, they're having a bad time of it. The dog smells, he smells, they're sleeping outside in bus stops and newspapers for blankets and stuff. And he's like, do you know what? I'm going to treat the dog. Let's take the dog to the dog groomers. Right. So they go to the dog groomers. They get chatting to the... Uh, so basically, he's like a homeless man at night, but he does sneak into the hotel, uses the hotel laundry, uses the shower and things like that. It's all very... Yeah, yeah, he can still get by, but obviously the dog's kind of got to go and do his own thing for 10 minutes. He's like, go and uh, pop down Starbucks for yeah. an hour. I'm going to shower. Um, um, just hang well, about. He, he sort of puts him out back, hidden in an alley, sort of, you know, with a, a bed and a leash and food yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, he, he likes the it, dog. He's a very loyal dog. They've yeah. got a great relationship, these are. So the dog is quite happy to just potter about, popping WH Smiths and that. Just I did work on his novel. magazines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We have this as the new normal. He goes to the dog groomers, which I assume is where the complication happens because the dog groomer is... A real dog groomer, as in... He gets the dog back, semen all over it. Okay. Like proper grooming, Prince Andrew grooming. Okay. I mean, that is definitely a complication. How it's leading to the sporting underdog story, I don't know. But we do have a, an effluvia-covered canine. So he's, he's gutted. He's like, uh, what's the dog called? Uh, Matty. Matty. Because <laughs> of his matted hair, that's Yes, exactly. <laughs> so he's like, Matty, who done this to you? And uh, they don't get to the bottom of it. But he's like, right, that's it. We're going to the police station. So he goes down the old police station, likes to file a... You're taking, um, taking a long walk down a short they, pier here. Yeah, you've got to walk the dog, ain't you? So, they, uh, <laughs> so, so they go to the, um, the police station. Lo and behold, one of the old players who he used to play with back right. in the day, yep. Johnny Big Legs, yep. he's a policeman now. He didn't quite make it. He was... Uh, you know, he was a defensive... Hey, I'm, I'm Johnny Big Leggy, oh, well... <laughs> yeah, he's a massive Italian stereotype, this yep. Johnny fella. And uh, he was like, oh, you're still playing b-ball and that? And he's like, nah, nah, not since the old vegan legs. So then, uh, so he's like, well, maybe um, I heard the, old, the coach of the current team died. So right. maybe you could go in for that. And then uh, Billy is like, do you know what? I need to do something with my life. The, yeah. bo- the dog also is quite good tactically at coming up with things. They can bounce ideas off each other. So he's like, is I'm going to go for it. Is it a talking dog? Are we suggesting... It's not a talking dog, but they've got a bond right. telekinetically. Okay. That, 
you can, you can see yeah. he's got knowing eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I just if it's like a talking dog, and then he becomes like the manager from Rocky. It's the the, the dog oh. that's seen him through. <laughs> we probably should have gone down this route to be fair, but we're committed to the no talking dog. That's absolutely fine. So that's that's our complication. It certainly has complicated matters. It has complicated the texture of Matty's fur. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we've kept it realistic. Okay, uh, who trusts a dog groomer really? So here's the complication for the AI. The mobsters are not happy with Sarah's refusal to pay them, and they start to make her life difficult. They sabotage her dog grooming shop, and they even threaten to kill her dog. Sarah is desperate, and she doesn't know what to do. Doesn't seem like the AI knows what to do, because that's basically saying exactly the same stuff in the in the first bit. Seems but to be they're doubling a down bit of creativity, I'd say. Um, but they're, they're doubling down in the complication. The mobsters are really going after it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But this time we're really mad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you thought we meant it. We really mean uh, it. We're still not doing anything, but we really, really mean it exactly. now. Exactly. And gangsters are known for uh, not freaking about when it comes to killing animals. Horses head in the bed. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. A dog's not half a horse. Do you know what I mean? Get one of those great days. Yeah, two, yeah. two of those equals a horse, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Put a Freaking. tail in the bed at least. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think they're real gangsters, I'll be honest. No, but then again, it's a it's a town where the dog grooming shop is also a hotel, so maybe you have to scale it down <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> that is true. Maybe it's only a hotel for dogs. Right, so now the next section is higher stakes. Higher stakes. What are the higher stakes for Billy Nomartes and Johnny Bigleggio? Johnny Bigleggio, he's uh, he's still coppering about, so he's right. kind of gone in the background, but maybe he'll make an appearance later. But he's gone, he's got had the job interview at the school, he's gone there, it's gone well, they're like, we could do, we are, the team is in disarray, they're really right. struggling, they haven't... They're really sad about the death of the uh, the old coach guy. Does so, that does they have a name? Are they, uh, what sort of town are we going to be in? Are they like the what? the Charlotte the Charlottesville Cougars? Or? Well, it, it was the, originally in Manhattan. So how about the uh, New York venereal diseases? <laughs> yeah, the subway scumbags. Uh, what about the Brooklyn? Bouncers. He's got a dog. Let's bring in Bouncer from Neighbours back in the day. Oh, was that the dog's name? Was yeah. it? Really? I think. I, I mean, it was. Neighbors. It was when I was watching it in the eighties. I don't know <laughs> if that dog died and came I back think many he's times. Still going, actually. Yeah. All dogs in Neighbours are Bouncer. That's it. They just you can't have a different name for a dog in that <laughs> place. He's got a bit grey old Bouncer, but he's got it. All right. Yeah. So the Brooklyn Bouncers. Then, well, they kind of need an animal mascot to be fair, don't they? Kangaroo. Yes. There we go. The Go Ruse. That's what they say. Yeah. Yep, That's the name of my cat as well. Shout out to Rui. So, yeah, the ruse. It's all a ruse. So, yeah, they're struggling. He goes in there, disarray. He really talks them around and stuff. And they, because they are a good team, but does they've he, just does lost he their have way. unconventional training methods? Like he teaches them how to shoot things on the roof so that they're careful that they take aim? Because otherwise they have to run down and get it from the street and apologise? Not so much. He's very kind of by the book, just an elite athlete, but he's very paranoid about their diets, given the old vegan thing that happened right. before. So, so he's on them, he's making them drink cow's milk and eat blocks of cheese and stuff before training would you like to know an interesting american fact about cheese yes i would they pay farmers to make milk in america mm. so the reason that they actually had stuffed crust pizza is that they were trying a way to sell double the amount of cheese to the pizza people so that people would eat more cheese really that's absolutely true really yeah it would see that's a ruse yeah see, it's on it's on board it's big milk 
Big yeah, big milk farmer. We've got our ragtag bunch of the ruse, and maybe mm. we'll meet some of them a little bit later individually. Yes. Do we have an antagonistic force? Who's the big bad of this film? So our team, they've been going neck and neck with this other team. The Queen's... Uh, Cannolis. Cannolis. What's an animal that begins with Q? Very few things yeah. begin with... The Queen's with Koalas. It's a weird Australian theme for these New York teams. No, no, teams. that's fine. Got the, the, the ear rhyme is yes, there, that's, that's fine. Uh, they're pretty lazy when it comes to... Uh, hey, to we're queens, it's koalas, queens. <laughs> it's it the chlamydia, asshole. So it's always between these two teams. And the manager who died, he was really good. And it was his dying wish to win the league. But obviously he, he died. So the queens, the, the queens koalas, they're run by a guy... Uh, a lady right. who a lady guy a la- no 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 we're not going down there alright let's not get cancelled but it's a lady coach right progressive see we're good people but the husband of the lady coach owns a dog grooming thing okay and is under investigation Hashtag. Well, that's that's why I suggested like the Queen's cannolis are having like a you know a, a, go, a good fellas link because one assumes that these if we've got the cop as the friend to the ruse, then maybe the reason that they're doing so well is that they're a mobster fronted, oh high, yes. high school like, team yes. But that's where the, the the money comes from, so that you've got cops versus robbers in the background as yes, well. Yes, yes, a B storyline. We can like still it. have the koalas versus the ruse because we've that, gone very Australian. That, yeah, that that's the main one. But uh, yeah, basically, the yeah the mob and um, this dog grooming business. Yeah, very weird stuff. But basically, under investigation, some sort of uh, Operation U Tree dog thing going on there. They face each other just in the playoffs, in the normal season, but not in, like in the playoffs at the end. They've they've, they've played once so far. And the, well, the, the reason that I'm saying beaten, well, the reason that I'm saying is that if you've got this this situation early on where they play, and it's like this team is in disarray because their coach has just died and whatever, but you see them play this place, you can have them there. You can have Johnny Big Legio turns up to check up on his mate Billy. They're watching it that they look in the stands and that it's like that's. That's the that's the big crime boss. What is he doing here? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah okay. What, so this is early on in the season. Yeah. All right. I was going to go for the Mufasa angle of dead coach, and he really gets it and gets uh, Billy. You, uh, you can do what up. you want. I was just thinking as a way to induce the antagonistic force. That's I the, do like it. Yeah. You know, it can be that he's checking up that they just have a scene together and he reveals that, you know, be careful what you do with this team. Well, all right, all right, I've got it. Right, so it's neck and neck with these two teams. They're the big rivals. They've played once this season under dead coach and they just narrowly lost in the last seconds. But obviously they've got to play each other twice in right. that season and then it will go to the playoffs. So they'll be like the cup final. Yeah. Which is obviously going to be these two teams. Otherwise, no one cares about watching well, the Well, exactly. But you but can't have them be completely rubbish and it be a Cinderella story from nowhere. They've gone on a downward spiral since Dead of Matey and Billy's really bringing them up. But they're going to have to be... You can afford to lose maybe a couple at the beginning, but say it's mid-season that they got 15 games left. Yes. It works out that if... They're just they going lose, on an unbelievable If they lose five, run. but if they win ten, they can still make it to the top, given what the, mm-hmm. the stuff is. He's come in. They've started winning. 
um, but let's leave something for the next section, okay? Uh, so do you want to hear what the AI had for their higher stakes? Let's hear it. I mean, if they then threaten to do something to a dog again, then the higher stakes is exactly the same. It's not going to be higher stakes. Yeah, they really need to uh, pull Zank out of the bag here. One night, Sarah is walking her dog when she is attacked by the mobsters. She is able to fight them off, but she is badly injured. Her dog is also injured, but he is alive. Sarah is determined to get revenge on the mobsters, and she vows to never let them hurt her or her dog again. Doesn't sound like she's got much uh, choice in the matter, though, to be honest with you. They have made good on their threat. At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, did they not say they were going to kill the dog? This is the severe warning. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah look, we've warned you twice, now you're getting a maiming of the dog. Yeah. Also, we'll kick Freak. at you while you're here, love. We're still going to kill it, though. At some point, trust us, we'll get it. They don't tend to kill animals much outside of John Wick, you know. Yeah, they yeah, the way yeah. you get places, people <laughs> on site. Maybe it's like a torture <laughs> scene. It's like you give up your business and we break your dog's legs. <laughs> For our next section, this is the Dark Knight of the Soul. The Dark Knight of the Soul. When they start out, they just hit a good run of form. So right. they're winning, but they have got the the five games only they can lose. They've got to win the ten. Right. So it's going well, going well, but then they just have a little blip and they start losing games. This is a little bit of foreshadowing, so I'm going to whisper here. Do you think one of them maybe has been paid off? Oh, to take a... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, How we... about... <laughs> How about one of the players is corrupt? Yeah. In our team, in the Brooklyn Bouncers. He's having flashbacks because this is exactly what he did. But he did break his. But that's how he got the house in the beginning. That mm. he took a bung because no, they were I, betting on. I think on. we've got to keep him nice. We're, but he's, he's so got it's his past because he's got to redeem himself. But we can have this flashback because it's his lowest point. Mm. He can remember that that's exactly what he did. Mm. And that he's been lying to himself all of these years. Because we've oh. got to break him down to build him back up. Yes, he he blocked it out of his own mind. I was going to go he for the He was telling angle. the legend and he forgot the truth. Yeah, I like this. Uh, the mob are paying off... Um, oh, the star player. Who's the star player that they're play, paying off on the ruse? Yeah, we need a cool name for him. What about... Deontay... Deontay Diamante. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and he, he gets all the girls. He's just effortless, this guy. He doesn't he don't even really turn up hey, at yeah, training. Double D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call him. Yeah, and he double Ds the ladies down quite yeah. often. Um, so he's hot Poop. and he's really... Uh, he's, he he kind of doesn't really care, this guy, too much, but he's just so good at the game. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, we love playing with your double D. And he's like, get out of here, you freaks. So it's like Teen Wolf, and he's the Teen Wolf. Everyone else on the <laughs> team is, you know, like... I haven't actually seen Teen Wolf, but I do know <laughs> that someone gets their penis out at some point at the end. Right at the very end, yeah, there's the yeah. big crowd scene. <laughs> and it stayed in the movie. Yeah, so... That's uh, also going to happen in our that's, film. That's, a, an, <laughs> that's, a, that's an underdog sports movie where um, at the end he decides just to play in his human form and rally the team around him rather than be the Teen Wolf that's carried them out the whole season. Why would he do that? Might as well stick to what you know, Teen Wolf. Because he was becoming true to himself. This is this is him overcoming But his... he's already cheated. Like The, the league is based on... Um, it's a, not a, a one, one day thing. It's a, about the whole marathon. Apparently there was nothing in the rule book that says a werewolf couldn't. Really? And obviously there's then evidential proof of werewolves and all that's happened is that people start to support him for the local sports team don't look too deep, did too much into sci-fi 80s but action I think movies. we all remember when black players started playing in the league weren't too keen on that but we're really open-minded about a freaking werewolf that's the 80s for you werewolf right. lives matter people Michael J Fox wasn't it yeah yeah I love it I mean one of my favorite actors yeah a bit shaky ah. 
<laughs> now this is our dark night of the soul. Let's let's cap right, crystallize yeah, so what yeah, this yeah. is. Let's get back to it. So, that, so they've, they've, they've started, then started to they've lose. started losing a few games, and he's going, "Oh, what's going on here?" He's really desperate. Do you know what I mean? The dog's even getting sad now. Uh, Matty, yep. he he's unhappy now, and he's like, "God damn it, I'm going to kill myself. I've got to figure out what's up with the team." And then he notices. He goes for a walk through an alleyway. He sees Double D getting a, a little bung off of one of the mobsters. Yeah. A little bit of semen on the cash as well. He's like, this must be from the dog grooming uh, right. mobsters. Yeah. So he's like, oh, what do I do? These. This is when the Mufasa moment can happen. Right. He's like, Dah! and he looks at the sky. <laughs> and, uh, and then he sees the old coach. Uh, who's played by Bill Cosby. This comes out before all the bad stuff happens. Right, we're going to have a time machine and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. You can have a Bill Cosby-like if you, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, a, a Bill Cosby let's say, let's say, well, not that. Let's just go sitcom, but someone that's unimpeachable. Let's have Alfonso Rivera there. Who's Alfonso? Oh, uh, Carlton. Carlton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see Carlton being the top. What about Uncle Phil, though? Uh, yes. Is Uncle Phil alive? I mean... I, I want to say yes. I like Uncle Phil. I like the cut of his jib. Uncle Phil. I don't think the he is because of the reunion special, and also he was an older, very, very heavy set gentleman. He was, but he did keep his wife's name out of his mouth. So, yeah, topical humour for the podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, it's played by Uncle Phil, and he's like, and his name is Uncle Phil in the movie right. because uh, we're we're as uh, creative as the old chat GBT. We can over change there. it around. Maybe his name is Phil Uncle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Uncle Bill, but then we've already got a Billy. It's going to get confusing. Yeah, Uncle Phil surname no, Uncle. Phil, yeah, Uncle Phil Uncle. <laughs> so he's there and he looks up to the sky and Uncle Phil, like kind of out of left field, almost goes, "You need the love of a good woman to motivate you to." get over this uh, corruption thing. Yeah. It's getting a bit messy. And he goes, you're right, that's it. I'm going to head back to the old uh, hotel for a shower. He pops in there, you know, the one he used to work yep. at. And then the cello lady's there. Yes. Cello lady says, so like, how are you doing, sweet cheeks? He slaps her on the arse. She's happy for the attention because no right. one listens to her playing the jazz cello. But she rejects him. We don't even necessarily have to go back. We can see it looks like she's the person that gives the person the bung and that, you know, she appears at this point to be in league with the mobsters. So, yes, because it was a, a hooded person who gave the semeny bung to Double D, Dionte Diamante. Yep. That's who gave it to him. So he goes to go and see her and he's like, I'm going to tell her how I feel. But there's just a, a man he's, there he, he playing the fiddle, the jazz well, fiddle. She's still playing there, but the only detail he saw was like a, a signet ring. Yes, of a cello as well. Yeah. We're going to Chekhov's Chekhov's gun. Yeah. She's but, got a cello ring. She plays the cello. Big on the cello, this guy. But, you know, so it's this thing that either we clock it earlier or, you know, so that he sees this cello ring. Yes. I feel like if he goes there to profess his love to her... And then he clocks the ring. And then he's like, oh my God, the ring, it was her. Yeah. And then he falls to his knees, end scene. Right. It just me. goes back. That's the Dark Knight of the Soul. There we go. So Dark do you want to hear what the Dark Knight of the Soul was for the AI? Let's. Sarah is now consumed by her desire for revenge. She trains herself to be a skilled fighter, and she starts to gather information about the mobsters. She eventually learns that they are planning a major robbery. And she decides to stop them. They've gone from Pulp Fiction to Kill Bill with this freaking thing, haven't they? So now she's doing the, the punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having a montage. We need a montage in our film. All right. Well, 
this is exactly the right place for a montage in the film because it's the next section which is getting it together getting it together yes perfect what is he gonna do to beat the the team so now he's a man down on his knees i feel like he could go so he needs some help from billy uh big legs yep excuse me sorry (laughs) so um so he's like is that his middle name billy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what it is yeah yeah his dad's name is uh, Fart Sound. <laughs> so he, uh, he, he's like, Billy, what are we going to do? Was it Big Leggio, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, Billy, what are you... No, well, that's Billy's voice. He goes, Billy, what are we going to do? And he goes, I'll freaking tell you what, SA. He's half Hispanic as okay, well. Okay, that's fine. It's a very multicultural uh, yeah, it's place. Yeah, it's a melting pot. He, uh, they go and they go and talk to the lads in the team because they've got some good kids in there, a couple of orphans, a couple of smelly I'm, kids. I'm just sort of seeing it's a scene from a Dickensian workhouse if they're all six-foot-tall basketball players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All wearing Jordans with uh, yeah, exactly. earrings and... Please, sir, iPhones. can I have some more hang time? <laughs> can I dunk some more? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so he really gets G'd up by these kids. For some reason, maybe we could call back to something we didn't say earlier, but he's got a... <laughs> this sounds weird. He's got a fondness for children, as in childlike laughter and... He's not good in the adult world, mm. but he gets on with animals, he gets on with kids. He's kind of like what Michael Jackson portrayed when he was like, I'm still a kid because I never grew up, but he's he's like a nice version of that. Do you know what I mean? I mean because he's, he, he's his an life ath- stopped. It was just on pause for the old shin-breaking. He's, he's kind of like a, a, a Joey, but with the sports acumen. Joey from Friends? Yeah. Joey? He's got a big heart, mm, essentially. Big old heart. He's not got that many brains, but he's got a big heart. No. Maybe this is what he realises, right? He He's been trying to pay with his head, but he should be playing with his heart. Yes. And so he hasn't picked up the basketball because of the injury and sort of stuff like that. Never touch one ever again. But he Can't decides at this point for his team, he's going to pick it up and he doesn't tell them what to do. He shows them what to do. Yes. He can't even look at a ball. That's how mad he is, which is weird for coaching. But he goes, right, that's it, boys. I've got to show you. And he just picks the ball up, doesn't even look at the hoop. Bosh, over the shoulder. That's how you do it. But, it is, but it is the Bosh manoeuvre that he has. His the Brooklyn trick, Bosh. The Brooklyn Bosh. He has this trick shot, which it's just a pop that if you do, sends it really far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that he teaches the secret B- Brooklyn Bosch pop. Yeah, it's back to goal and everything. It's just, he has a like a pigeon-like direction where he can just sense it. New York pigeons. Well, no. I, and he teaches it. Yeah, he can teach He, he can teach, teach how to sense it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He teaches this, this trick shot the to Brooklyn everybody. Bosch. Bosch. Now, I also have an idea here and tell me, n- know if it's entirely wrong, but it might bring things together. Mm-hmm. Johnny, Johnny Big Legs Legio comes mm. back in and, you know, he's commiserating this girl that I really like. She gave the bite. How do you know? And it's sort of like, well, it had the ring, mm-hmm. right? That may not actually be her. That is the crime family's ring. Oh. That she is a daughter who wanted nothing to do with the family, distanced yeah, herself, yeah, yeah. you know, cut herself off from the money, but Ooh, she's, still, like this. she's still tied into that I, family. I was going to suggest she got blackmailed, but your idea is a lot better. Let's go with that. Yeah. She's the young daughter of the family. She's, uh, she, oh, I hate being a mafia, and they're like, shut up and... But you know, it's still her, it was her mother's family as well, so she keeps the the, the ring for, oh, the, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the cello rather than the crime lord connections. Yeah, she's Italian, so she loves the. Uh, there's a lot of Italians in so, this film. So maybe she's got a, a surname like a Cellio or something. Yes, 
What could her name be? What's like an Italian lady's name? Francisca Achillio. Francisca Ciao well, you could, uh, maybe her name, her nickname is Chow. She's Chow Chelio. Chow, she's also Asian. A bit like, uh, well, no, Chow is in Goodbye. Yep, and that. Uh, <laughs> for me, just because it sounds a bit like Chev Chelios from um, the Crank movies. I have no idea what those are. You would love those. Would I really? Yeah. The as Crank in, movie. What, as in the Crankies? No, no, guys. no, it's Jason Statham. Oh. Uh, in the first one, he has... Um, Oh he's, yeah, yeah. I know, he has yeah. his his heart removed, the synthetic heart put in. But basically, if he doesn't get his adrenaline up, he'll die. It's speed in a person. Oh, sick. Yeah, the bus that couldn't slow down. Yeah, Simpsons reference. And then in high voltage, um, which is the second one. Yeah. Uh, he the, the he has a, the, the pacemaker of the heart that was sort of you know he sort of sorted out at the first one. He has to give himself electric shocks every so often. Jesus. To, Let's yeah. hope they don't get rid of his penis in number three. Um. You would love them, I guarantee. <laughs> I'm going to check them out. I'll watch them. Um, okay. All so, right, so, yeah, so we've got the, uh, the, the daughter from the crime family. And so we can have them meet up, and this is like getting allies. Maybe she can come in with some infighting knowledge. She can be part of Team Roo. She knows what the koalas are going to do. She knows their dirty move. Right. She also is like, yeah, uh, Deontay Diamante, he has been taking bungs for the last five games. Coincidentally, you've lost them ones. No, the last three, so, sorry. So it is this one. It's confirmed. Double D is off the team. He's dead. They, the, they the kill Brooklyn him. Bosch is, they have him whacked. Well, I was sort of thinking they could have him whacked or he could defect and then start playing for the for Koalas. For the Koalas. Oh, the son of a bitch. I mean, yeah. you may want more death. I mean, we can no whack somebody. No one has died yet. No. Well, I feel like our characters wouldn't whack anyone as well. I mean, it is a sports movie and stuff like that. I yeah, mean, yeah. We, can, we can kill off... To be uh, fair, there's, uh, the manager did die. Yeah. Yeah, we got one dead. All right. I mean, if defects. you want, we can we can find out here. She reveals that he was killed by the mob boss because he was too much of a threat. Oh. That it wasn't an accident. Oh, he's sleeping with a fish. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like the um, idea that he goes plus to the huge other team. gambling debts, but you know, mainly <laughs> he's too good as a coach. I reckon. No, I reckon they keep him alive to pay off his gambling debts. They, he defects to the koalas. I like this. Yeah. So he's over there. They can't. Now they're like, why, Deontay? Why? And, and they're like, well, they actually pay me. Yeah, I know it's a school, but they uh, they pay me money. These guys. It's the mob, right? Because they're fixing stuff, so it's mm. they're, they're paying money. Yep. And Back it, to Italians, and, match fixing. And then with his heart, he sort of said that this is what I did. I sold out my teammates. I bought myself a house. I had a young wife, mm. and I've never forgiven myself. I haven't even opened up. But we all get a second chance, right? Exactly. You thought that this was your chance, but actually, Double D overshadowed you. Look, you've got. Jelly Roll, you've got some amazing moves. Big Lugs, I mean, you know, you can hear from many miles away. Smells McGee, you know, <laughs> from someone's sweat, you can tell when they're nervous, right? Let's come together. Let's yes, use all come on, talents. Stinky McGee, we can do it. He's yeah. the fat kid, he loves eating ice cream and poop. One is really sort of stinky, and they use his body odour to, to freak yeah, yeah, out the yeah. other people. <laughs> yeah. But they seem like a bunch of misfits, but all of their all of the things that made them freaks are actually superpowers yeah, when they yeah. use properly. Like Sweaty Magoogan. No one can catch him because this is yeah. contact basketball for some reason. So yeah, he exactly. just slips by everyone. They can't grab him. Old Slippery Pete. Slippery Pete. Magoogs. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got Magoogs. We've got everybody that they're now fired up. 
that they know that they've got to fight against mm. these people. It's this. It's but all coming what, down what to the last game. What we have left out is so after Double D leaves, they go back on a winning streak and they get to the playoffs. Yeah, and then they uh, they get to so now it's, it's, it's the a final. squeaker to start off with, but you have you know this is. Your montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A victory so, montage of them coming together as a team. That they play games, they get a little bit better. They're trying out all of their, their freaky moves. The stinky McGee's. It's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're really getting into their groove at this point. That is our getting it together, which leads us up to... Finale. Finale. Oh, we got Before more. we get to the finale, let's get it together for the getting it together for the AI. Sarah gathers a team of friends to help her stop the mobsters. They plan a daring heist, and they are able to pull it off without a hitch. The mobsters are furious, and they vow to get revenge on Sarah. So she's been a dog groomer and a hotelier who has trained herself to become a fighter. She's got friends together who haven't been mentioned before. They're now doing a heist on the mobsters. How many times did you write revenge in on, on the uh, the thing over there? Because every new thing seems to be, this guy's getting revenge I, I, on them, they're revenging these guys. I gave it exactly the same prompts as you. Well, we are kicking their ass. They've, been, they, they've so. been leaning into this rooftop shootout. Oh, yeah. Poop. How are we going to work that in with the old playoffs? It is. Well, Time we for the finale. The finale. And it can be for the playoff game that there's a new casino in New York and they've got a big rooftop auditorium. I'm thinking that the uh, the koalas go on a bad run of form. So the mobsters blow up the stadium. You said, can I read this as a shootout on a rooftop like basketball? So if you want to, you can have the basketball shootout be like there's a hotel that has yes. this this you know helicopters are going around and it's this basketball court and a stadium on top of the roof of yeah they, this is what they do so the mobsters are like oh we're gonna lose they bomb the stadium so they're like well i know where we can so play based on a high school basketball they game the they, of the hotel they bomb a stadium yeah. and, it's, and no one's in the stadium they just do it just so the game can't take so place because they work for the government. There was so, one hey, caretaker in there. We're demolishers. It went off a little early. What yeah, do you say? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you say? What do you do? <laughs> hey, Luigi, come on now. They crash into it in a... In a I don't know why a gangster would say, Bagoosh, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they tried making their own move. Yeah. The Queen's Bagoosh, and it never really picked up. For whatever reasons, early detonation. It's another dirty trick from the koalas. They're right, so they're, they're looking for any way to do it. They say it was a home game. You can't face us. Um, yeah. So uh, you're not doing it. And then actually, having seen this story, the, the bloke that owns the hotel Where says, uh, Billy uh, Namates works, yes. he goes, Billy, we've treated you like <laughs> all these years. But we respect you now that you've done this basketball thing. Also, your dog's not too bad. How about we have the championship game on the neutral stadium that is the roof of the hotel? And we have this sort of like snide look from what is the uh, the um, koalas, Chia Chia Chelio, yes, because she sort of shows the the ring and yes. and she sort of has revealed her mob connection she, and, and she's, she's sort she's of double crossed the mob. Oh no, not even that. As in that she's just sort of saying. I've been here, you've treated me badly all these years as well, but do you know who my father is? Oh. So that she's she's basically put the fear of God into the old hotel owner mm. who makes up this excuse that he's just being nice, but she's come through for, for Billy and given them the, the rooftop yeah, 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 and yeah. made him go and, and put, you know, like hoops up there. And yeah, that yeah, sort of yeah. Stuff. They randomly had hoops up there, I feel. To sort of clear off the top, to mark out a court and buy a couple of things. I mean, they're like 300 bucks each. Right, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So it's like... 
Not, mate, yeah, yeah, she does threaten them, actually. She's, uh, she's had enough. And she's like, also, at half-time, I want to play my jazz cello. Yeah, what a hell of a half-time show. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. But it does kick off the new genre because she's a, she's a maverick and she gets it going. We could have that one of the people, you know, who was on the sideline on the bench, old Tows McGruff, um, <laughs> is also a DJ. So yes. she's been sounding horrendously discordant. But when she actually plays with him in the wow background, that's almost like the vocal part of like a, a hip hop song. Yeah, he just and, lays down a sick beat and yeah. then it all makes sense. And then they, they go, woo, you know, like it is the, the top of a hotel. So it's it's not like a, a big... I was thinking maybe that with the mob connections and stuff like that, it would have been their casino in the centre of town. It would have been this big, posh, no, floodlight no, no, arena. This, this is like a big event. There's like helicopters going around. It's one of the... Like, the oh, the, I thought it was just that they, they bombed out their, their thing so that they had field of dreams did that they'd made a basketball cop. Because you said it was a really scummy hotel. It is scummy, but... That, it, this is one of the reasons why it's scummy. It's got like basketball hoops up there. There's a tennis oh, court. Oh, I the see. Bathroom. The reason that it's scummy is all of the money is going to maintain a stadium on the roof. Well, it's also pretty than... rinky dink, this stadium, but it's a stadium and it's neutral ground. Oh, right. Okay. There's no Madison Square I Garden. Thought, I thought basically that they'd had like some sort of thing that they'd had a rooftop garden and that was what she had done that she'd sort of cultivated. Yeah, yeah. It. Just clear but, all these freaking uh, benches out here from the pub garden, mate. Freak them off. We're having a. Yeah, they turned it into a basketball match. hoop, yeah, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what they, I thought that's what they did. That's what they do. All right, that's good. what they do. We've got a rooftop shootout. We have koalas versus the ruse. Double D, now wearing all black uniform. Our mm. guys are in white. I was thinking giving black people, as well. Giving people the eye as they come round. Yeah, yeah. Because we're very lax on the basketball rules ourselves. It goes to a penalty shootout. But basketball style. Yeah. To decide the championship game. But they're confident because they've got... They've the, got the, the, uh, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Bosch. Bosch, yeah. Double D takes the first one. Oh, I was going to leave it he for takes, him. Uh, he takes a Brooklyn Bosch because he's looked at and he's stolen their move. Yeah. And then he turns around to his team and then they, they all do it as well. Shows they've been toying with them. Mm, yeah, I like that. I was going to say it goes down to the, he's the last one to score and if he doesn't, and then he just froze the game because he's like, you guys are good people. So what we can do is that we can have the other person, like the vice captain, that he does it. But yeah. He does the Brooklyn boss. Yes. And yes. shows that everyone in the team has done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have that. It seems like everything is lost. They've been toying with them. Mm. The, you know, it's sort of like, oh, my daughter, but I, you disrespect me. <laughs> that was a reason, good Asian-Italian. The only reason that I, uh, you know, have... Let you come this far as that I had money on the game. Dead to me. <laughs> Your mother, she's spinning in her grave. I, her grave, I had it put on a rotisserie like a chicken. I'm pressing this button, she's literally spinning right now. <laughs> We're going to eat her at, uh, at the end of the game. It's going to be pretty good. Yeah. And then at the last minute, Double D, old uh, DeQuante Diamante, it looks back to, at his teammates. It goes to him and it's like, if he doesn't score it, they're going to lose. And he looks and he sees the glint in uh, Billy's eyes and he goes, what am I doing, man? Why was I cheating? We should, we would have won the league if I wasn't we cheating. Can, we can have a sort of a flashback scene and maybe uh, he'd gone back in when Billy was giving his speech earlier mm. where he sort of said, I turned my back on my team. I went for the early payout yes. and my life has not been the same ever since. Yeah, yeah, money, yeah. money isn't worth the friends that I lost, the ridges I burned. Exactly. Now Stinky McGee don't want to hang around with me no more. I yeah. hate my life in this 
black uniform with these rich mobsters and their sexy wives and money and all that. I like the fat, stinky guy. So he, he goes to take the shot and he's like, I can't do it. And he just throws the ball off the edge of the rooftop onto the street level. The Dom is so shocked that he dies of a heart attack. <laughs> he spits his orange out, uh, his orange peel in his mouth first, and then he has a heart attack exactly like... So he's, <laughs> he's taking the oranges, he's, he's doing an impression of you know, Marlon Brando, <laughs> the Godfather. There's no, nowhere near plagiarising the Godfather. No, it's like part two when he's, he's, he's chasing yeah, the yeah, kid yeah, in the, yeah. the, the orangery. Um, okay, and so we have our finale. We have the, the, the koalas are victorious. The, no, the ruse. Oh, the, the ruse are victorious, the sorry. The win, the koalas got, kill themselves. I got confused with my uh, Antipodean <laughs> mammalian <laughs> classification. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, none of this has been confusing so far. No, not at all. Uh, are you ready to hear what the finale was for the AI? I don't think we need to hear it because ours is much better, but hit me with it anyway. The mobsters launch a massive attack on Sarah's dog grooming shop. Sarah and her friends are able to fight them off, but they are outnumbered and outgunned. Just when it seems like they are about to be defeated, Sarah's dog comes running into the shop. He is carrying a cello, and he starts to play a beautiful melody. The mobsters are so moved by the music that they stop fighting and surrender. Oh, frick off, The mate. mobsters are so moved by the music that they stop fighting and surrender. What it's a load of sh- poop. At the last minute... The dog comes in yeah, playing yeah. a cello. That is clutching at straws. That reminds me of, uh, you know, the, the Simpsons when they're like, come up with a new character for Itchy and Scratchy. Like, something like uh, Poochie, but not that. And then he, he walks out of the room and they go, so Poochie good with everyone? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, like so unoriginal, man. A dog plays a cello. Freak you, chap. But it's like they've done nothing with the cello. They've panicked Until at the last now. minute. Cello's not even like the nicest instrument that could soothe everyone's. Uh, it's do you know what also, I mean? Like the flute or something. Can it's I get? also a cello is massive. How does a dog come in carrying it? Do you know what I mean? A dog wouldn't be able to carry the cello on his back in the book. In a, I've seen would children have to be, carrying them and they're too big. Exactly. It would have dog. to be like Scooby Doo. How have we not found out that this is like a Scooby Doo style dog before? Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, what is this film? All right, you got Kill Bill, you got a Pulp Fiction, you got Scooby in there. It sounds god awful. A child would be interested in the Scooby Doo aspect at the end after all the killing. Who's your who's your target freaking audience there? I have to say also by the way that if you saw that you would tell your friends to see it just because you're not going to believe what happens at the end. To be honest, if I was a gangster and then a dog came in and started playing the cello, I would probably go, no, all right, that's enough. I wouldn't be moved by the cello playing. I'd just be like, my God, a dog is playing the cello. Right, exactly. And we then can, I'd shoot it. Or, or steal it. You've got a cello playing dog. You're going to win America's Got Talent with yeah, that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I think a dog won the last one, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't even playing a cello. I know, you know, just playing a viola or something like that. Yeah, they could play the world tiniest violin probably a viola there you go oh is that a viola is it? <laughs> well i'm a very uneducated man uh right uh, no i don't know if it is I, it, I, it's probably mid-size i don't know my instruments either <laughs> um okay so uh we're now moving to our final image final image the the basketball game goes on all night the sun comes up it's sunrise yeah and they've won, and he's just sitting in the the center circle. Do you remember? You don't really I mean, like football, it, it, do you? Let's say let's say it different. We can say that the sun sets, and suddenly we're on top in the Manhattan skyline. Beautiful starry night. Floodlights come up. Well, I was, I was going to like because they played the game at night, so it's a cool visual for the film. Do well, you know I suppose I mean? so, but it's also a high school game. 
So mm. if you want to do it as, as, as different, but still wanting to have realism, especially as we're fighting against the cello playing dog, mm. that you, you can have this sort of thing that night falls and then pff, floodlights come on. So it's almost like a, a sunrise. Yeah, but, but th- yeah, that happens when they win and confetti comes out. And because they're, they're so happy. I'm, I'm well, so it doesn't still have to be on the rooftop. No, but I want the rooftop. I All want right. the, the, the sunrise on the rooftop and they're standing there and he's like, well, we, we really can have this. It. We can have this big party. At the end of it, we're going to end up with our couple. So we yeah, can yeah, have, yeah, yeah, have yeah. them as the last ones up there, mm-hmm. and they're talking and stuff like that till till sunrise, mm. right? That, well, that yeah, that like they've sat Do in the centre circle, they've just been having a good so time. Before enjoying it. before we end up with our final couple, mm. we say goodbye to our cast of characters. Yeah. So what's happening with them? What's well, everyone's with just D? happy and partying because they won the game and they're drinking out of the cup and it's a fun time and. Yep. Everyone's enjoying it, and they go, yeah, this is the best. And uh, Billy there, he breaks down in tears and crying, oh, this is so good. And then he sit, he just stays there all night until the sun I'm comes gonna up. I'm going to change my name to Billy Lotsamardis. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Although everyone does leave him, ironically, at the end. As right. soon as he uh, he decides to change his name, and it's just him and the uh, the Asian-Italian lady, Ciao Bella. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, Ciao Accelio. Ciao Accelio. It's just them two there and they embrace while the sun comes up and then he squeezes her ass and goes, honk, honk. <laughs> and, and then uh, she's like, we really did it, Billy. And he's like, we sure did. And then Starwipe. 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 And then it's uh, a cool, like, like going looking at pictures of the city in New York going, shoo, shoo, when there's uh, taxis and uh, Brooklyn Bridge and people having coffee and on their phone and everyone's busy and now he's like a respectable man like he's happy he's not so disheveled oh I had, I had an idea well, he's got a handkerchief he don't blow his nose I thought his, uh, when you said no star more. wipe I thought you were going for the last thing and my idea was that he just opens back up and it's like oh by the way my dad had a heart attack did die I've inherited the crime boss family I'm the new head of the syndicate yes and I've just had your ex-wife killed yes yes that's exactly what happens that is the best yeah <laughs> and, and, uh, and then the dog becomes the actual because ma- he don't want to get in the game so the dog becomes the don of the family yeah. and, he, and he learns to play cello so I freaking can like that <laughs> <laughs> so there we are that's, that's it the, the dog plays cello in both of them there you go uh, let's see what the final image was for this movie uh, the AI had the final image of the film is of Sarah and her friends celebrating their victory they are all happy and relieved and they know that they will never be able to thank Sarah's dog enough for saving their lives. Pretty corny, pretty poop. Ours was much better. All right, do you want to hear what the um, AI called the movie? Yes, I do. It's called... Beethoven's Revenge. Beethoven's Revenge. Beethoven? Why B? Uh, well, uh, uh, Beethoven. Uh, but I said it in a, a sort of the American way because Beethoven is uh, the name of a dog movie yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the States of the dog that runs riot. Yeah, but also yeah. because it's a cello and classical music. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. it's Although trying to kind of a foreshadow in the old uh, dogs are going to play cello with that. Thing. Also, if you go and see a movie, mm. it's called Beethoven's Revenge. Starts off like Hotel for Dogs, turns into Kill Bill along the way. I guess you're going, all right, it's just what, it, what it's called, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. Schrodinger's cat, you know. Schrodinger's Revenge. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the tagline was... Um, a dog's journey to become the world's greatest cello player. But then they just give up the plot, the plot twist at the I know. end. They've really just ruined it. I guess at least this is trying something new with the cello playing dog. But yeah, it's, it's ruined in the trailer. That's true. It's not Star Wars or Marvel. It is kind of a bit original. 
So, what do you want to call the movie? I think that there is an obvious answer here. Oh, because I was thinking Billy and the Brooklyn Bouncers. I mean, Coop. So, hit me with your idea and we can come up with something. Underdogs. Underdogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Underdogs. Yeah, all right, yeah. Underdogs. A Brooklyn tale. There we are, exactly. Yeah. And then I was sort of thinking that, you know, working the, the, what matted the hair of the dog, but realised I've got to put this on the title, so I can't... Yeah, let's leave the... Sp- White we. Because a, uh, a bit of a plot twist. I don't even know if I'm going to have to, to bleep out that word. <laughs> no, semen's fine. It's a medical term. We can leave that in. Okay. I reckon you've got your homework uh, filled out for some of the words I've said in no, this. No, this is going to be hell for me editing. Yeah, all right. I can change it. Baby batter. Baby batter. Daddy's special sauce. No. No, I don't think you can Daddy's have special sauce. I don't even think you can have baby batter. Semen is the medical Siemens term. Good. I'm gonna have to bleep everything else out in this exchange. <laughs> if it's I just keep gonna it be in. like a 90 minute podcast, and then it would just say semen once, and the rest is silent. Yes, yeah, it's just gonna be lots of uh, <laughs> whether I cut it all out because it'll be an editing nightmare. Depends how much. Uh, t- um, I, reckon, I reckon it's worth keeping just the word semen in. <laughs> semen as much no, as no, you can. No, no, semen you can keep in. I don't think you can keep in white we. I don't think you can keep in. Baby batter. Ah, but that's why I've said it for continuity reasons. You can edit my semen. You can edit that any way you like. There we go. There we go. Um, Happy days. So, uh, that's it. Sweet. Um, Cool, man. So, we've got uh, Beethoven's Revenge versus Underdogs, a Brooklyn tale. And And tale is spelt with an A-I-L as well, because they're dogs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there probably already has been a dog-based basketball movie called (laughs) Underdogs. But, you know, it's been long enough. That's why it's a Brooklyn tale, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those generations have forgot about that. And now we're putting it out there for Gen Z. Well, Tom, thank you very much. This is now the end of the podcast. If you want to promote social media channels or anything. Um, that you've got um, if people want to check what you're doing on socials you're I'm doing nothing on there as well I really right. need to start doing that just google Tom Cousins um, yeah just google that if he does update <laughs> his stuff like that I'll put it in the description just don't write it in one of those um, predators in my area websites or you so can, it's a different uh, guy it's not me uh, or you can just come to the comedy cat on Saturdays and uh, that's where we do it and we uh, yeah. Tom is hosting uh, this evening but we have him and other fantastic comedians every week yeah. um, thank you very much bye Woo.